0: Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows podcast. I am your host Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is December fourteenth, two thousand twenty. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, lead off segment for this episode: Mackenzie Milton, uh, if healthy, could boost his program. Uh, yesterday, it was announced that he is going to transfer to Florida State, and the immediate—I qu- was happy. I was happy. I was ecstatic. I will say that, but the 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 um. Uh, the first question that popped in my mind was like, "Why would you come to Florida State? <laughs> have you seen our offensive line?" And you're coming off—I—I—I I, I don't know the exact nature of his surgery, so I'll just say reconstructive leg surgery. Like that injury twenty-five years ago, you would have been out of football forever. So that just kudos to the the medical advances um uh, in the world today. Um but I mean Norvell must have made a lot of promises, man, to get this kid to come to uh I shouldn't say kid to get this guy to come to Florida State. Um the only thing that I can say is he really wanted to go to Florida State. He probably didn't even want to go to Central Florida but he probably didn't get recruited, um, and I'll say this, man. It's it's a lot of talent that comes out of the state of Florida that falls through the cracks because, you know, when these programs come into Florida to get players, they're looking at the four and five stars. But dude, there's a whole lot of three stars that that fall through the cracks, and this guy was one of them. So if 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 Norvell can just corner the market on the three stars, you know, Florida State is going to be all right. I mean, you, you, you're you very rarely are you going to have a team full of five stars. You might have, you know, Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State probably have about six or eight, maybe 10 at the max out of 85 four stars is really where you make your money and four stars and three stars are the meat of your team um and this guy was a three star i think he can be something special if he's healthy um like i said um the, in a the previous episode it i, I want to say it was either sunday this yesterday or saturday i was talking about the quarterbacks and and you know it doesn't matter who the quarterback is if we can't protect him and it's you know you got to sure up that offensive line. You've got to sure up that offensive line now you've got a you got a one leg quarterback back there pretty much. I mean the wrong hit on that leg he could re-injure it. And like I said yesterday, like I said yesterday, just go look at the Darius Washington play where he's on roller skates. Against number eighty-six from Duke, roller skates. He's backpedaling. He he was a he was a cornerback on that play. So um, glad we got this guy, man. I think he's gonna be a great influence on Chuba, Purdy, and uh, Tate, Rotomaker, and just hopefully they'll you know stay the course and won't transfer and. You know, we hopefully we can get back To some semblance of Florida State next year Alright, so let me know what you think about that segment Now with the McKenzie Melton transfer Jordan Travis has to move to a different position He's too dynamic With his legs he, he, you know, if he embraces it He, I mean, he's easily the most dynamic player on offense I think if anybody that listens to this podcast can agree. Okay, he I'm not going to say he's Dalvin Cook. I'm not going to say he's Peter Warwick. But he's in that conversation as far as this team goes. He, he is the player that I would say that if, if you're just saying team by team in, in the history of Florida State, who is that guy that has that change of direction, the speed to make people miss can cut on a dime it's this, it's this guy on this team and it's just so many ways that he could be better utilized he's not a good quarterback okay he i think he's what 62 200 plus pounds i mean this guy could play receiver i mean he could play running back i mean it's just so many you just got to get him in the open field Um, so like I said, if he embraces it though, because in his mind, he might still be a quarterback. Um, and he, 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 I mean, he could be a great one, but he, he hasn't shown me anything this year to make me think that he's going to be a great quarterback. You know, maybe it could just, I don't know if Mackenzie Milton has one year left or two years left. Um, he definitely has one year, and I don't know if they're, they're going to give him that additional COVID year. But if they give him that additional COVID year, he would have two years left. So, you know, it would just, like I said, Jordan Travis would have to embrace that role, and I think he could be very good. He's super fast. You know, agility, best agility on the team. Um, I think that the the next most agile player on this team is probably of Philly. Um, So, but the best playmaker on offense right now is Jordan Travis. And it is really uh, incumbent upon Norvell to find ways to get the ball to this guy. And if we can do that, I think that's just going to make this team more, the offensive side anyway, more dynamic. So uh, let me know what you think about that segment. Um, uh, Next segment, kudos to Norvell for realizing he needs to win now. And that's what the McKenzie Milton signing means. He knows that he needs to win now. He realizes what Florida State is and what the fans want and what everybody wants. They we want to win, we want ACC championships. We want to be in national championship contention. He 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 gets it. So um like I said though, offensive line, defensive line. See the the McKenzie Milton thing is 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 a great thing to get you know positivity and headlines but if you can't block for the guy it it really ain't gonna mean nothing okay so i'm pretty i'm i I have to be almost certain that norvell promised this guy that we will fix the offensive line he had to he had to because mckenzie milton had to ask norvell okay what are you gonna do about the offensive line if i come to florida state he had to tell him we're gonna fix it. And we'll see. So this this, you know, this signing or this transfer, I should say, is is a step in the right direction. Um, like I said, Norvell has he out when he first got hired, I wasn't thrilled about his hire. Then just throughout the course of the season I have progressed to his side and i think he's gonna he he knows what he's doing man you know just by getting this guy right here i say this he knows what he's doing he didn't go out and get uh, alex horneybrook okay now he has good athletic i mean good quarterback ability but like i said he's got the he's got that the the injury that he's coming off of so only time will tell if this was a great pick up or not um i hope it is let's be clear now at the end of the day i'm still florida state through and through but you know like i said many times on this podcast i'm gonna keep it real i'm a fan i am a fan okay so i'm gonna keep it real i'm gonna tell it like it is from my perspective so um good job to norvell and the coaching staff for getting this guy um, next segment, can the boosters get on board with this? Now, I mean, for Norvell to go out and grab this guy, and we're not gonna sit here and act like Mackenzie Melton is Trevor Lawrence, but he's a pretty good quarterback when he was healthy at uh Central Florida, okay? For Norvell to persuade this guy to come to Florida State, that is it's It's tremendous. Let's just put it in perspective. It's tremendous. Now, will the boosters quit kneecapping this program and put the money up and shut up? Just write the check. That's that's really the question. And we know that Florida State doesn't have, like, old Alabama money. Okay? But if Clemson can do it, we can do it okay that's that's just how I feel I think we're a little bit more prestigious than Clemson just a little bit they're closing the gap <laughs> if they haven't already closed the gap I think their five year run from 15 until now equals our 95 to 2000 run because in um I th- I want to say in '95 we lost one game or two games. '96 we lost in the championship. '97, um, what happened in 1997? We lost to Florida, and then '98 we lost to Tennessee in the in the BCS. '99 we won it. In 2000 we lost to Oklahoma so i mean their five-year run equals our five-year run so like i said if clemson can build all this stuff we can build it but i think clemson has an investor somewhere somebody somewhere has put put millions into this program and we need to find our guy i don't know where you gonna find him at but you gotta find him and but you dabble sweeney has those alabama ties too so he might know somebody in alabama that he convinced to come work with him i'm just guessing but you don't you don't go from what clemson was from the 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 90s and most of the early 2000s to what they are now without having an infusion of cash cuz at the end of the day you got to bring the bag as as they say now you got to bring the bag secure the bag and uh that's what college football is. It's just just what it is. Um so if the boosters get on board, man, this could be a takeoff. Uh this could be a launching pad for this, you know, for this program to reascend back to what it was 6 years ago. Just 6 years ago. So, we'll see. All right, final segment for this episode. Um uh, this had to be designed, had to be by design by Florida State. And what that means is the whole COVID thing. Okay. I I just, I can't believe that you go from not really having any positives that the whole team is, is done. I think they just did that to get more training time. Because you, I mean, pretty much our season should be over with in any other year. If this wasn't COVID nineteen, our season would have been over with by now. So, um, if if that if this was the case, if this is the case, then again, I say great strategy by Florida State. Um, I don't think it really mounted to anything. Like, a, listen, let me say this again. Let me reiterate: Darius Washington is not. A tackle He is a guard He could be a good center He is not a tackle He is not athletic enough to play tackle Please move him Okay I was embarrassed for him The way he got beat up So Listen It is what it is The man was on rollerblades The whole game now, the, the kid, Robert Scott, on the right side is actually better than him. So, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't mind if you put Darius Washington at guard along with Dante Lucas, and then when Love Taylor comes back, move him to center. And then you let you let uh, Rod Orr and... Uh, Lloyd Willis battle it out for the left tackle, or maybe you move Scott to left tackle, and let Orr and uh, Willis battle it out for the right tackle spot. That's just that's just my guess. My that's just my opinion. But um, this this whole thing with uh, the COVID and getting the extra time to practice, it was a great strategy. But at the end of the day, Duke still put up 35 points on us in that game. And they gashed us. So, uh, we need some defensive stoppers now. You need to go get me a big defensive guy that can stop the run. And then I'll be happy. Um, So, that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask, please social distance, please be aware of your surroundings, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses, please do your research on vitamins, please do your research on vaccines, okay, please do your research on vaccines, um, and as always, go nose.